0: Stream the show
1: on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first City Forum brought to you by KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. Here on with Joe Williams and Kevin Kristovich. Hello, Kevin. How are you today?
0: I'm good, Joe. Hello, hello, everybody, and catch Thanks for tuning in and listening.
1: Yes, I'm really excited to speak to you this morning, Kevin. We're getting a little bit of a late start here, but you know, I've kind of thrown myself into this political hot seat where I'm interviewing all the members of the um, who are going for seats on the borough as assembly now I want to talk a little bit about you just straight away so in these interviews I've been just really diving in and asking straight away like what is your Ketchikan origin story
0: well my I go back going on 56 years Uh, my family's been here much longer than that Um, grew up in a commercial fishing family and um, seen Ketchikan grow and change over the decades and so I've seen a lot I've learned a lot and I've heard a lot and I feel that upon hearing what people in Ketchikan say, the way the direction the town is going, their concerns complaints comments, what have you I've decided to make a run for public office for a three year seat on the city council. I've had a lot of residents, citizens, and some business owners, locals, that think it's a good idea for me. I listen to what people say, and I weigh the options, and I take my concerns to the table as a voice for the people.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. So, as a longtime local, as you were just saying a bit of just now, you do have an ear to the streets, as they say, right? You you know what's going on. You know what makes Ketchikan take. You've seen it through um, through tourism and through fishing and through uh, timber and such. So, what are some issues that you see in Ketchikan that you've seen throughout your life that you feel you can address? Well, well, let's let's take it back a little bit, actually. You say that you come from a long-time fishing, fishing background. Now, what is your background as far as what would help you in a political seat?
0: It would help me get the people's voice out there. Mm. Um, hopefully, uh, to put to a task, something like we're hearing that um, the port's the cruise ship docks need repairs. There's been deferred maintenance. Um, the bills are stacking up on that. I myself work down there tying up cruise ships, and I see things that aren't working that should be work should be working. And um, I understand, you know, times have been tough with COVID. The city took a huge hit, had to dip into reserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself experienced some COVID setbacks and um, slowly recovering and the city is too. Um, Just kind of have to take a look at what the financial well-being is now, how we were pre-COVID, during COVID, and now post-COVID. Maybe look at the last two budgets and the upcoming budget and see how the city is sitting financially. Taxes being raised, That's that's an ugly issue for everybody. Nobody wants to see taxes raised. Um, I'd like to see um, other ways of new economic development infrastructure. I've been aware of mariculture. That's a new upcoming thing. The kelp farming. Uh, I know some people, uh, other places in Alaska that have done that are doing the kelp farming, and they're doing quite well at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how successful they are doing financially, but um, product-wise, they're they're staying pretty busy, so there's some jobs there. Uh, it's a value-added product. Um, I was at a chamber function the other day, and there was the lady that was talking about the mariculture, and they're doing it over at Prince of Wales, and it seems to be going quite well. Um, There's other options, uh, shellfish, oysters. uh, There was talk of trying to grow shrimp. Um, The the black seaweed that is traditionally harvested in the spring as a food source, that's being looked into to being grown from what I heard. So this is all interesting stuff. There's money out there to do it, and it's not at the cost of the taxpayer. So I encourage that. we still have timber. Um, we do need wood for homes. We have a housing problem.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Uh, since the economic downturn of COVID and everything, the uh, lumber prices have gone up. So for us to go do any improvements on our home, costs went up, shipping costs go up because everything comes here by barge. So we have to factor that in. And so... And there's just not a lot out there material-wise. Things are on back order. I, I experienced that myself with a lot of things um, during COVID that uh, things were hard to come by and things are still hard to come by. You see it in the grocery stores. Um, the shelves are are bare. And so we definitely need more um, business growth in town. And one of them is... Another grocery store, losing Tatsudas. Yes. Losing Tatsudas was a huge hit. Oh yes. So, um, and then with the increase of the summer workers and visitors passing through, and everybody that utilizes the grocery stores, the stores take even a bigger hit. So pretty much all summer the shelves were sparse, even though they worked hard to keep them stocked at night. As soon as they filled them, they were they were vacated. So another store, um, we're anxiously awaiting for that. Um.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I really appreciate uh, how you touched on different sources of revenue for Ketchikan's economy. Because as we saw with COVID, you know, being a cruise, a, a tourist central economy here. It's not the most reliable because at any point that can all go away. As we saw with COVID, where traveling goes down to a bare minimal and we all of a sudden we don't have the millions and millions of dollars from the million tourists who come here during the summer months. So I think we should take this interview back just a little bit and talk about what seat on the city council you're actually going for. I'm seeking a three year seat. Okay, and and for those who don't know, what does that mean? What are the powers of that seat on the council? Um, To try and govern
0: the city to the best of your ability and to be fair about it. Um, There are a lot of things that, you will probably come across uh, one is one is a budget it's it's a it's a complicated document Um, I've looked in looked into a budget but not very closely and it's the one I looked at was like almost 600 pages so Mm -hmm. you have to kind of know about some finances Um, my thing is is this is all new to me so it's like when you get in there, you hear all the the problems that the city is going through you know um, you have uh, the homeless issues, uh, yes. mental health um, all the things associated with the day to day workings of town um, so you kind of have to look at um, where is the money going what is set aside for projects our streets need need some repair. Um, you'd be surprised how many people don't realize that tongas avenue and the main drag is a state highway so anything off of that is city city jurisdiction so um i do see that some of the streets need to be fixed people do share that with me um you have to just look into the department budgets what they have set aside for projects um uh like the port there's there's debt that needs to be serviced uh how much does the city owe on it right now how long till it's paid off Uh, what needs to be fixed there's a lot of things at the port that need to be fixed i'm hearing millions and millions of dollars and haven't quite got the exact figure or seen um, recommendations for repairs or maintenance on the ports but we need to keep those Updated and upgraded and maintained well because if something fails on the dock which has happened before um, Due to a ship collision to the dock it sets things back quite a bit in this town Um, It disrupts the whole scheduling of the sailings and what have you when something goes wrong and if our docks fail the It's just we have problems You know, if something happens at the dock, uh, you know, so we need to keep those repaired, find a way without raising any more taxes there. um, Look into other ways of revenue generating ideas that the city can embrace. I'm not at liberty to share those ideas I've have gone to the council before with some of my concerns that will hinge on my ideas. But, um, not, no action was taken before. So we'll see a lot of people go up with their concerns that involve city government and the, uh, the issues on the agenda and on the table. So you have to really think about it. Um, this is all new to me, this city government. I've been in other forms of government before. So, I got a lot to learn. I, I do share a lot of common interests with people that come to me with ideas and concerns.
1: Beautiful. Okay. So for those just tuning in, we are on the first city forum with Kevin Kristovich. He is going for a city council seat. Earlier I said a borough assembly seat, but that's not accurate. So he's going for a city council seat, Um, three year term. If you are wanting to call in with any questions for Kevin yourself, the number to the studio is 907-247-2000. That's 907-247-2000. Now you mentioned just a moment ago, Kevin, that you have been and, and other forms of government, though city government is uh, newer for you. What other forms of government have you been involved in? Well,
0: as a um, Ketchikan resident and a tribal member of Ketchikan Indian Community, I served on a way of life committee for them, and which involved me looking into um fisheries related matters, subsistence and commercially with my background. so I um, traveled to um, some... Very important fisheries related meetings testified on behalf of the tribe and and other related matters, so I got involved in that, so that kind of got my way into politics. i had yes. had an old gentleman that coached me how to speak for two minutes you know and he 'd look at what I had, and we 'd condense it down even more and more so and then, um, just as a, a commercial fisherman, I testified in front of the board of fisheries meetings um, in Sitka and in Ketchikan. And had the support of uh, many fishermen, commercial fishermen that weren't able to attend, um, that we shared the same uh, ideas and viewpoints. So I would type up something, send it all out. They'd all agree on it, look good. So I'd go in there and on behalf of other people, and that's a, that was a big that was a big thing. You're going to meet a lot of people, and uh, so then during that, I also. Um, worked for the organized village of Kassan for a short while as their customary and traditional um chairman and uh during that time I traveled to Anchorage to a shellfish workshop and learned quite a bit about shellfish growing. They were had a little interest in that at one time. And uh shellfish growing from what I learned attending that workshop was you need people to work it. It's it's labor intensive. Um you pretty much go through the product daily, and so um shellfish growing is is happening over on Prince of Wales on this side at um uh what's the name of the place over there Trevor sandy's oyster place hump island there we go and hump island is going good. Um, from what I'm learning. Uh, but it's something that takes a lot of capital to get started, and you have to really learn a lot and know a lot about it, or you can fail. But uh, shellfish growing is is an, is an up-and-coming thing. Um, it it uh, If more people get involved, more people will go to work. Uh, that... Um,
1: now a lot of what i'm hearing is that you that your sort of campaign is a man of the people someone who know someone who's been in Ketchikan someone who knows Ketchikan for a long time whose family's been in the various industries that have sort of kept Ketchikan going right and you're and that's what your voice is in this run So for those who are just joining us We are on the First City Forum with Kevin Kristevich He's going for a three year seat On the City Council If you have questions for Kevin Please call in 907-247-2000 That's 907-247-2000 Now you mentioned that you are a longtime Commercial fisherman And that you come from a fishing family And, and, and such So I want to talk a little bit About the fishing industry And what your thoughts are on the sustainability of fishing here in ketchikan uh, you know we hear whispers of overfishing of uh, no no trawling i don't really know what these things mean i've never done that kind of work myself so what are your thoughts on um on the sort of culture of fishing in ketchikan and in southeast alaska in general
0: well <clears throat> excuse me um growing up in a commercial fishing family um I've seen the highs and lows and the downturns, and you know where the price of fish was next to nothing but you worked hard at it and you still made a living at it um it's always going to have a future uh it's it's a valuable food source um, worldwide and traditionally there uh there has been concern there was concerns of overfishing, and um, the federal government funded a uh, permit buyback program, so they actually retired the number of per se licenses in southeast alaska they They downsized it, so those that opted to retire um, put their permit in the buyback program. And they were bought out and those permits were expired never to return so th- they downsized the fleet it was a it was a vote amongst the fishermen and and other uh, commercial fishing groups to do this and so the stocks are healthy um guys are still catching fish and making money but the one thing that i took a 12-year absence from fishing and i went back last summer and I see quite a bit of changes. Um, the the guys are younger. Um, they need they need to learn the, everything uh, you know about it. If if you want to be a fisherman, there's a million things you have to know. It's it's more than just going out and catching a boatload of fish and coming back. It's so um, there has uh, been some discussion that vocational training we need vocational training in a lot of lot of areas not just commercial fishing but um there's other trades out there with um I'll I'll get back on that but in the fishing trade there yes there could be some vocational all last summer when I was out in the skiff I just kept thinking of what can we teach these kids you know what can we teach them um f- it's it's a good way to uh to To um, make a living You can support a family You can put your kids through college It's just you have to know how to Catch fish and be successful at it And the markets will always be there The prices won't always be ideal Um, Last year there was a lot of fish We caught a lot I did well Um, It did so well that I had to pay more in taxes Than I actually (laughs) wanted to But it is what it is And if there was if if we could find a way to uh get some experienced people together if you wanted to teach these younger kids about commercial fishing there's um things about the boat the engine you know there's so many mechanical things um you need to know how to keep the boat afloat if you're sinking you know how to fight a fire there's so many things that come to town um like the uh AMC Um, comes in from Sitka and they go around through southeast and they teach basic safety survival um, firefighting and stuff I've taken those courses myself but that is very important how to know what to do in a situation I've been in situations where you woke up and the boat was sinking and more than once and the boat was on fire or the boat went aground and but there's a lot of things you need to know that you can't find on your phone or <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ask Siri. So of training the, the younger generation, you know, maybe talking to the kids that take maritime in high school ask them, what do they want to get out of this class? You know, do you want to, you want to further your career fishing? Do you want to get into towboating? Do you want to get on the Marine Highway? It all starts with just learning some basic things. And um, we're always going to have these jobs, fishing the the marine highway tow boating I mean it's not going to go away um, so more vocational training for the kids if they want to go fishing um, I have some ideas it would have to be presented to the school board there would gotcha. be some uh, to bring in um, like maybe we have a couple of diesel mechanics in town that are K High alumni that are successful in their business they could maybe come in. Um, And give a talk on diesel engines, uh, take them down to a boat, you know, show them hands on things on what to do, you know, what to look for, you know, for trouble, you know, uh, how to change oil filters, stuff like that. But anything other than digging into the engine, you want to call a mechanic, but to keep it running and and just knowing how to detect things, you know, that are wrong with an engine, but they're just so much on a boat that um, they need to learn. And the one thing is is take their phones away when you leave the dock. All right, boys, we're gonna learn. But there 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 is I, I um I uh Um I really uh